Hello, and welcome to our podcast on Research Matters, hosted by UNICEF's Office of Research at Innocenti in Florence, Italy. I'm Kathleen Sullivan, Communication Specialist with UNICEF Innocenti, and I'm joined today by Nicola Balvin, Knowledge Management Specialist at UNICEF Innocenti, who's been working most recently on providing research guidance on how to conduct adolescent research in low- and middle-income countries. Nicola served as the lead editor on the Adolescent Brain Compendium we'll be discussing today. For some background, in 2016, UNICEF hosted the Adolescent Brain, a Second Window of Opportunity, a symposium that brought together experts in adolescent neuroscience to discuss how we can apply emerging research in this area to support adolescents, especially those facing risks to their well-being, including poverty, deprivation, conflict, and crisis. UNICEF has now published a follow-up compendium to reflect and elaborate on the emerging ideas shared from last year's symposium. The commentary in the compendium provides a broad view of new research on adolescent brain development and highlights risks adolescents face which can interfere with brain development and also points to opportunities for developing interventions to promote optimal brain development during adolescence. This podcast will be part of a series on the adolescent brain as we first sit down today with Nicola to discuss the background of the Adolescent Brain Symposium and the resulting compendium to get an overview of the insights from this publication. To begin, I'd like to dive right in to explore the background on the adolescent brain. First of all, Nicola, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We want to know what is the Adolescent Brain Compendium and how and why did it come about? So thanks for um, inviting me to this podcast. How did the compendium come about? How long is a piece of string? Um, so as you know, UNICEF and the UN and the, the world in general has really increased its focus on adolescents. They are a key population. There is 1.2 billion of adolescents in the world today. They're participation and engagement is recognized um, in the SDGs and in UNICEF's own strategic plan. So we are doing a lot of programming that includes adolescents and actually engages them as well. In order to do this, we need to understand how best we can program with and for adolescents. So the compendium, which is a collection of commentaries by eight experts on adolescent neuroscience, is a way of helping us understand what is happening to adolescents and to their brain during this period and what are some of the outcomes. The name of the compendium, as you already said, is the Adolescent Brain, a second window of opportunity. And that's because it really does focus on some of the vulnerabilities that are that start to emerge during this period as adolescents transition to adults. So some of the you know, well-known things are the risk-taking behaviours such as substance abuse, some of the onset of mental illness, the heightened um, tendency to be sensitive to stress and so on. But it's also a period of opportunity because particularly during early adolescence, the brain is developing such a huge amount of growth and development and Adolescents are, in that sense, very flexible and um, a positive intervention that provides a stable environment and makes them feel safe um, can then have long-lasting impacts to set them on a positive trajectory. So basically, this for us was almost like a starting point. Evidence from neuroscience was really important to galvanizing support for early childhood development investment for changes in policies and interventions for young children. With this compendium, we are building on or trying to build on what we know from early childhood development and the early investments made during that period 
to understand better what is going on in the brains of adolescents, what things they are particularly sensitive to, what things they respond to very well, um, and what kind of programs are likely to, um, to work for them the best. So while the, the neuroscience is not quite as advanced for adolescents as it is for um, young, young children, younger children, but it is by investing in this and by working with experts such as those who um, contributed to this compendium that we can um, design better policies and programs and continue on those investments made in early childhood. So as editor of this long-awaited publication, what would you say are some of the emerging research areas you find most interesting to come out of this? So the first area that I find particularly interesting or fruitful for further work is um, that looking at the effects of poverty and, um, and the environment on the development of the adolescent brain. Now, one of the... Con- Compendium contributors Kimberly Noble from Columbia University is doing really interesting work on this where she is looking at doing um, a clinical trial which looks at how income supplements given to um, children living in low-income settings impact their cognition, emotional and brain development in the first three years of life. And this study is quite groundbreaking because it will actually provide causal evidence. Um, A lot of the study, neuroscience studies are criticized because they are not able to provide causal evidence. They are generally correlational. So this is very exciting. What I would love to see more of is this type of research, um, looking at what um, causes changes in the brain, but also extending it to adolescents. So Kimberly's research looks at younger children and up to three years but what about adolescence this is the period where the brain is undergoing a, a huge change and um, and so much is happening we want to know what um, what interventions can effectively promote um, successful outcomes right and and this new research is showing that in fact the adolescent brain is even more vulnerable than we thought whereas we previously emphasized early childhood development as the most critical development phase adolescent brain development can be just as important if not more important for these critical developments yeah that's right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take away from early childhood. I mean, both are extremely right. important. But there is research, for example, from epidemiology that shows that stress um, experienced during early adolescence, um, for example, due to conflict or famine um, and those type of um, emergency settings, has greater and more lasting impacts than stress experienced during any other period. So for some stresses or stressors, adolescence is definitely a period of the greatest vulnerability. So moving on, you mentioned how is this important for programming. What would you say, or or why would you say research on adolescent brain development in neuroscience is relevant and important for UNICEF programming? So I touched on that a little bit in my um, earlier answer as to why we decided to publish this compendium. Adolescents are a huge part of our mandate and there is a great focus on them. We are understanding that it's a particular period for 
intervention, we are understanding what Dal and Suleiman co- call the positive and negative spirals. So the behaviours that you adopt in adolescence will have long-lasting impacts throughout the life course. So it's it's very important to um, provide adolescents with a stable and safe environment to maximise their positive incomes. So because we are interested in a holistic approach to adolescent well-being, neuroscience helps us understand what happens in the brain and then how our programs and the policies that we advocate for can respond to that. So we know from neuroscience and behavioral research that adolescents are particularly sensitive to peer influence and they have a heightened sense and need for belonging. They respond to immediate rewards. So all of this knowledge can assist with the way programs are designed um, with a particular focus on really providing a stable and secure environment, building on supportive relationships. Important to us to really understand how to best um, support um, young people and how to best work with them in a way that they find also rewarding and interesting. Okay, so as mentioned, next up we'll be talking to one of the compendium's authors, Ron Dahl, about his commentary on windows of opportunity for the adolescent brain. Can you give us a bit of a preview on Ron's contribution to the compendium? So Ron Dahl is a professor of community health sciences at the School of Public Health at University of California, Berkeley. And um, he enjoys a really great reputation in the area of adolescent neuroscience. And in fact, at the recent 11th World Congress on Adolescent Health in India, one of the presenters there referred to Ron as the Goliath of adolescent neuroscience. So we are really lucky to have him not only contributing to the compendium, but also doing the podcast. Ron speaks passionately about adolescence. He knows everything there is to know about adolescent neuroscience. And he also speaks in a way that is understandable to the everyday person. So I really hope our listeners enjoy his podcast. And in his contribution in the compendium, Ron and his co-author Anna Suleiman talk about the positive and negative spirals of adolescent development and how during this period what happens to the adolescent both in their external environment and to them internally can quickly spiral into things that become positive and negative outcomes later in life. They also talk about how the early adolescence in particular is a very important time for intervention. So I hope Um, our listeners enjoy the podcast and also the contribution in the compendium. Well, thank you, Nicola, for joining us in discussing the adolescent brain. For those of you listening, please download the adolescent brain compendium today at unicef-irc.org slash adolescent hyphen brain. And for more updates on the adolescent brain and other research coming out of the UNICEF Innocenti Office of Research, please follow us on Twitter at UNICEF Innocenti and visit the UNICEF Innocenti Facebook page at facebook.com slash UNICEF Innocenti. Thanks for joining us.